Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry V. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy, uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Jesse here in Italy, and uh, today we're doing our update regarding uh, the update that we sent out by email recently. And um, the title of that email was Resolved. And um, we're going to look at uh, a brief exhortation to start out from Acts chapter 19, the, the second part of uh, chapter 19, just specifically verse uh, 21. We'll start with that. Uh, we'll have a quick update about what's going on and some ways that you can keep praying with us. Um, as usual, some blog links. Uh, we'll mention that, that you can uh, check out. Different opportunities to serve, the new ESL position that is available uh, that we're uh, praying to see somebody come and, and fulfill that role and play that part. And uh, let's see, I'll probably mention uh, yeah, about a, a video that we shared in this update, kind of important, and um, about a tragedy here in, in this region of Italy that happened uh, the week prior, last week. And uh, that's about it. So let me just jump in and we'll start with uh, uh, with the Word of God because that's always... Uh, <clears throat> what's best about, I think, about these updates anyway. Uh, so Acts 19.21 says this, Now after these events, Paul resolved in the Spirit to pass through Macedonia and Achaia and go to Jerusalem, saying, After I have been there, I must also see Rome. Acts 19, verse 21. Uh, the two words I want us to grab onto today is the idea that Paul resolved uh, to do something. Uh, he determined in his heart, to, to do something. And uh, there is debate here uh, regarding uh, the word spirit. Is that referring to the Holy Spirit or should that be referred to just in his own spirit? Uh, as you look at that, uh, different commentators have different thoughts, different scholars see it differently. Uh, probably the best way to understand it would be the Holy Spirit, which is why often in most translations, the ESV, I think the NASB, it's uh, uh, capital S for the Holy Spirit. Uh, he resolved in the Spirit. And what would that mean? It's kind of hard to understand, but we do know... Uh, uh, the Spirit is at work through the book of Acts, and rightly it could be called the the Acts of the Holy Spirit, not Acts of the Apostles, uh, because the Holy Spirit is at work through the Apostles uh, to have the message go out, to empower them, to enable them, to proclaim the gospel, uh, to risk their lives, even to lay down their lives. And then the Holy Spirit is also at work primarily to regenerate sinful people, dead people, spiritually dead people, to vivificare, as we say in Italian, that's the Italian translation, to, to bring to life uh, those who are spiritually dead. And that's a work, salvation is entirely of God. It is a work of the Holy Spirit. And uh, obviously, the Holy Spirit is also at work in Acts, sanctifying His people, setting them apart, uh, and all this uh, this kind of things. Uh, so, in any case, though, Paul resolved. Uh, he resolved, and uh, he was resolute. You know, he knew why he was still alive. He knew... Uh, the the gravity of his sins. Often, many of us are not resolved to live for the Lord, to honor the Lord, because we don't take into account the gravity of our sin before we got saved, uh, what it was really like, what we were really doing. Paul had a clear image. He was actually, in his zeal, putting in prison, putting to death, the people of God, the people of uh, the way, the, the disciples of Jesus Christ. He was actively against the Lord Jesus Christ. And then when he got saved, all of a sudden, God opened his eyes, caused him to be born again, granted him life, and he, he knew firsthand all his life, the rest of his life, that he was definitely a, a terrible sinner and uh, was, was doing horrendous things. And uh, But we would all do well to, to really comprehend the holiness of God a little better 
because that helps us comprehend our, our sinful nature prior to being born again uh, and the sinful flesh, what it still is made up of. And uh, the more we understand that, the more we can live resolved in spirit. We can say, Lord, uh, I'm not fit to be in your kingdom at all. Thank you so much for being my king, Jesus. Thank you for reigning over me. How can I show you my gratitude today? What would you have me do today? And he, Paul was like this. He purposed, if I'm still alive, God saved me. He could have taken me directly to heaven in that moment, but he left me here. There's a purpose. If I'm still alive today, there's a purpose I have to fulfill. God made it clear in his revealed will in the word of God. Certain things we are to be about. One of them is evangelism, the proclamation of the gospel, because people cannot be saved without the proclamation of the gospel. They need to hear that message. They need to know their condition before God, that they're uh, in sin and uh, under his condemnation, under his wrath is upon them, and they need to be delivered uh, not only from their sins, but also from God's wrath, and that can happen only by hearing the gospel of the grace of Jesus Christ, being born again, believing in him, trusting in him, repenting, turning from sins, and so on. Uh, So, Paul resolved, and our world is absolute madness. We see this in this passage of Acts. Uh, There was a a mob, literally a mob, people going crazy, shouting out that they worship this this false god in this area, in that area. And the the whole city turned against them, and they're in an uproar, just madness going on. And uh, they don't even know why they're they're screaming towards the end of the passage that's revealed. We don't even know why we're doing this. We're just, likely many of them were actually possessed of evil spirits. Uh, Satan was at work for sure to hinder the gospel. Uh, but often us in the flesh, people unregenerate, uh, we, they, they do things that just, they don't even know why. That they're, and it's a reminder, they're slaves to sin. And being a slave to sin means you're also a slave to Satan. Uh, but Paul understood he was now a slave to Jesus Christ, a servant of the Lord. He had the gospel that alone can transform lives, save souls, and so on. And he was willing to go into this crowd. He was, uh, he was willing to do that. Uh, so anyway, the, there is absolute madness in this world, and we see that very clearly in this passage. A good reminder for us, the world is mad. Even our own flesh, it's it's mad. It's still it's contrary to the Spirit. Uh, and, and there's a mad, you know, evil one who's also working against us. All these things we see uh, in this passage of Scripture. Uh, but praise be to God for Jesus Christ. He, he purposed, he was resolved, he came into the madness of human history. And he lived purposely, purposefully, with resolution, uh, fully obedient to the Father. No matter the cost, I will stay obedient to God my Father. In order to go to the cross and give his life to save sinners like us. Uh, Jesus demonstrated what it means to live resolved, purposed. In fact, it says he was like, uh, he just went straight to that cross, straight to him, not distracted like a horse with blinders. I just got to get there. He knew what he was here ultimately to do. Uh, Praise be to God for the Holy Spirit, though, who who comes into our madness, uh, the madness of your life, the madness of my life, and he regenerates us makes us alive in Christ to save us, to sanctify us, to teach us, to empower us unto obedience and service. Praise God for that. Uh, Truly a work of God. And and we can say, really, to God alone the glory. The only thing we contributed to our salvation, and we we didn't choose Him. He chose us first. He came, gave us a new heart. And for that reason, we came joyfully, willingly to Him for salvation. Uh, Wonderful, wonderful thing. And we can say to God alone the glory. Uh, you did not earn your salvation. You did not. You were not better than others. You were not more intelligent than others. You were not more crafty than others and so on. Uh, God was gracious to you and he extended his mercy and he gave you new life. And now you're indwelt by the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord for that. What a tremendous thing. So all of us, if we truly are born of the Holy Spirit, we have been given new life. We have been saved. Yet we're still here. If we're still here, it's to fulfill a unique role 
in Christ's church and in his mission. So let us all, this is our exhortation today, let us all, you, me, resolve in our hearts, commit in our hearts to continually seek the Lord's will revealed in Scripture, and let us ask for his strength to obey in the particulars. Not just obey in general, yeah, what God says I want. No, today, what does he want for you? Have you been in the Word? Have you been prayerful? Uh, how His Word applies to the situations of your life. Uh, to obey Him in the particulars, no matter the cost. And usually there is a cost. To obey costs us something. Here in Italy, for example, I have to evangelize. It's my primary task. Do I always feel like it? Absolutely not. Usually I don't feel like evangelizing. But every time I go out to evangelize, I am so grateful I did because it's a clear command from the Lord Jesus Christ. And as I do it, He comes alongside of me empowers me, helps me to do it faithfully. Uh, but you have to resolve to, to, to do it in the particulars as well. And there's always a cost. When you go, it costs me. Every time I go out to evangelize, it costs me something. Uh, it costs me getting made fun of all the time. It costs me getting denied all the time. It costs me uh, energy. It costs me fatigue. It costs me time that I can't be doing other things and so on. Uh, there's definitely a cost to obedience. But we want to resolve that we want to do what the Lord commands. We want to obey. We want to uh, walk with our Lord no matter the cost. Uh, he paid the greatest cost in order to save us even while we were still His enemies. Unbelievable. What great grace. Uh, so let us resolve that to obey in the particulars no matter the cost. And let us live directed by the Holy Spirit and partnered in Jesus' mission and all that to the glory of God until He calls us home or He returns. Let us be Resolved, purposed in spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Looking here at the top of the uh, the update now, let's get to some of the info from today. Um, our family has been suffering from the flu since last Thursday. So we had about a week where we were down, uh, not down, still doing stuff, but really, really tough. Uh, a couple a couple days there were tough where the body just aches and you're tired and you can't do anything and the nose is running it's clogged started with cornelius then it went to me then it went or and jerry kind of at the same time uh, so we've been going through that thankfully it passed we got well rather quickly and it wasn't that severe so we're really grateful for that uh, uh our, the region of italy this past season or this past 10 days also uh this region called veneto in the northeast in the very northeast is the region called friuli and just next to it is the region called Veneto. That's where we're currently located. And Lord willing, we'll be here quite a while because there's many, many unreached people, towns, everything here. Millions of people uh, that have not heard the gospel. Uh, any case, that's where we are. But they experienced severe weather last week, which caused flooding and great damage. Uh, there's a video here that shows it. Uh, but something like uh, 14 million trees came down. 75% uh, of Venice was underwater. And really high water, too. Some parts uh, over a meter and a half, I think five or six feet of water. Uh, some of the highest uh, it's ever been in history. And uh, and that causes problems, obviously. Now, it was interesting. The Venetian people were still getting on with life. Everybody who lives there has boots, like, you know, rain boots that they wear. Anytime it's raining, it gets a little bit flooded. So they're used to walking around with boots. And then they sell them there for all the tourists who are around and so on. But I thought it was funny. There was a clip of a video. And in that clip, there are, people are serving pizza in a restaurant, eating like normal, while the water is like halfway up the table, uh, a foot off the ground, and everybody's walking around delivering pizzas to the tables with rain boots on and whatnot. And I thought that's really interesting, you know, that uh, that they're still going on like normal. 
Uh, but I have to think that's got to be pretty gross, though. I mean, the, if you know anything about Venice, the water is a little bit stinky. It's a lagoon, and uh, and then there, if it's flooding, that means like toilets probably are flooding, and and all you know. And they're sitting there eating pizza with water halfway up the table, and it looks cool on a video, like wow, that's great. But in reality, eating there is probably pretty nasty, dirty. Who knows what's floating around and and. Uh, not a good environment for eating. I don't think it's very san sanitary. <laughs> so interesting. Anyway, they they experienced severe damage there, and uh, the whole town is in an uproar because they're working on this project called Moses, which is out in the lagoon. It's like this bridge under the water that's supposed to come up when there's high waters to prevent this from happening in Venice, the the flooding. And unfortunately, there's as you, if you know anything about Italy, you know they have a lot of. Uh, uh, bureaucracy problems uh, getting things done a lot of corruption in the government all these kinds of things unfortunately there's been a lot of uh, delays in getting this project done and it wasn't done in time and it wasn't done properly and it didn't save Venice like it was supposed to Uh, so big problem going on with that but yeah a lot of flooding in Venice but all throughout the region there was flooding uh, up in the mountains roads entire roads just totally washed away leaving people without water thousands and thousands hundred thousand without water without electricity Uh, so Pretty pretty severe damage and problems. Uh, just uh, we, we shared this video so you can see a little bit of the region, also the, the reality of what happened last week, and you can be prayerful for these folks. The sad news is most of these towns and villages have no gospel presence at all, and the Church of Italy in general is not large enough to make any kind of contribution to show the love of Christ, uh, any way to get out there and reach these folks with the good news that they need to hear, especially in times of like this, because these, these trials come to us in life mainly to point us to the Savior. We all need to be saved. Everybody needs to come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, to repent and to put our trust in Him. And uh, often, even His elect, they'll go on and on, we all go on and on, uh, without hearing uh, or concerning ourselves to the things of God, and then God will permit a tragedy in our life to get our attention, a wake-up call, so to speak. What are you doing? How long are you going to take before you repent and come to saving faith? Uh, so, pray that happened to some folks here, that the eyes will be open, and that somehow we'll have even a springboard through this to get the gospel into sensitive hearts, uh, to, to find more people to evangelize specifically uh, through this tragedy and trial that's going on currently. And they're still finding ways to, to repair all this damage. They're trying to raise funds and everything. And, and uh, But anyway, the video's on there. If you want to see it, just go to the practicalmissions.org website. Uh, look at the 10-day updates, and they will see this one here. And there's a, uh, a video showing some of the damage from the area last week. The previous update was titled Prioritize Prayer, No Hard Hearts. There's a link to that also in this update. Uh, we're, since we were sick, we were delayed from getting this poster uh, printed and, and whatnot and put something we can put on the Jerry V's cargo bike when we go to the parks. Uh, we can put on display free booklets, gospel booklets and literature that people can take. Uh, this is just a little invite uh, picture with a couple words and uh, whatnot. Take a free booklet. Uh, just to draw attention. The, the cargo bike naturally draws people's attention. They look inside. They come close. And now they can also take free literature. And a great opportunity for open doors for the gospel. Uh, so pray we can still get that done. Uh, if I have time tomorrow morning, I'm supposed to go and, and try and get something worked out, a deal to, to get that printed. Uh, pray for uh, the Lord's help in that. The Q&A series, uh, we have a link to that on here, but if you follow the podcast, you've already seen we have Q&A things going on. So more questions keep coming in. We record them as we're able. You know, that's me. Uh, while I'm, before I get out to go distribute tracks, I'm still in the car, parked. I quick turn on the microphone, do a recording, and then post it up later. Things of that nature. We're missionaries. We do stuff on the fly. Sometimes in the home studio, sometimes out in the coffee bar, sometimes in the car, sometimes on the road, whatever. Uh, but it's available. Uh, so that's available. There's uh, the podcast or the blog. Uh, nothing new since the last time, but they're all still there. Uh, some good book recommendations of recently. Uh, yeah, 
that's all available. You can see that anytime on the on the website. Uh, the Q and A thing again, it's here. Uh, a couple of specific ones: uh, Are there saved Roman Catholics? And if so, how do you interact with them? That was a great question. We took that one, uh, answered it. Uh, can we come to a VBS? Uh, that was a great question. Also, we answered that. What is your biggest need? We answered that one too. Someone even asked, Would it be beneficial if someone came to babysit for you guys? And we gave our thoughts uh, regarding that question, which was also a really great and appreciated question. So all that you can hear on the podcast episodes, or if you even come to uh, the practicalmissions.org website, there's a link to the Q&A page where all the, all the question and answers are together. Uh, lots of ways to get involved. As usual, we're very excited. We have a new excitement within us, personally, here in Italy. Uh, a new excitement for what God is doing, a new expectation for what's, what's happening, what the Lord is doing here. Uh, to see more people involved and to see more people evangelized and to see more disciples made and to see more churches planted. Vision trips help that end, and those are available through PMC. Internships also help serve that end. Available short-term for next summer. We're praying for two groups to come out. Uh, you, your friends, your friends, your family, your, your, your church might be uh, in that reality. Uh, come for 10 days to Italy uh, and help us engage uh, the lost through mass distributions, literature, literature distributions, uh, drama ministry in the town squares, park ministry with puppets, stories, kids, games. Uh, could have a great little boost for the for the church planning efforts happening here. A great testimony as well to the locals uh, that we're beginning to get to know on a more and more consistent basis. Uh, so consider that short-term team next summer. Church planning, uh, be a church planner. Come join us for a two- or four-year term. Uh, you're studying ministry, or maybe in seminary, or maybe not, or maybe you feel called to the ministry, you want to get involved. Missions is a great way. It broadens your perspective, because everything you know about Christianity, if you're in America, is American Christianity, and how it's done in that particular culture, how it's lived out, and so on. A lot of things go across all cultures, naturally, but each culture, each people group has their own way of doing things, and they have their own way of applying uh, the Word of God to their life and living as a Christian community. And uh, it's definitely advantageous to anyone wanting to get involved in the ministry, uh, even if you're not yet sure you want to be a church planner or you want to be a preacher or pastor and so on, uh, or even a missionary, you can come to a two, four-year term and get experience in Christianity, missional living, missions, in another culture. Uh, everything is amplified. Everything is intense. And it's kind of like going back to the basics, like Acts of the Apostles, living as if Jesus just left last week and he's coming back next week. Uh, very intense, very exciting. Could be a great opportunity for you. You may even find you want to stick around longer, and that's possible also. But we could ask people who want to get involved in the church plant team here to commit to a, a two- or a four-year term. And obviously you have to apply, you have to get accepted, and so on. But it's a great opportunity, and we're praying for people to, to come do that because we also want some helpers here. It, it's a very important thing uh, to have a group of people working together uh, in a church plant. So uh, teaching English as a second language is another thing we do here in Italy and want to see taking off. We're hoping to get something going this fall. It may still happen. It may not. Uh, that door has kind of been open, but it's kind of being closed and we're not sure. Uh, but ultimately, we need some folks to help us with that, some, some bodies, some people who uh, can help uh, teach conversational English to Italians. Great, great outreach. A videographer, someone who can help capture some of the realities of Italy and the church here and what's going on. And, uh, and to be able to share that with others. Media, all that is very important. So if you're good at that and you want, we have a way that you can come and, and be involved and we can organize something for you. Worship leader, that would be someone who comes and joins uh, uh, the church plant team. You could fo make your main focus perhaps be a worship leader. That wouldn't be the only thing you do, but that would definitely be a big part of what you do and that would be very, very fruitful, very helpful. Learn Italian worship songs, teach them to others and so on and lead uh, uh, the group in in worshiping the Lord through, uh, through song. Uh, the role of administrator, Keep praying for that if you're a part of this 
ministry through prayer. Pray that we, uh, that God send us a, a good administrator, a person who can help oversee a lot of the logistics and a lot of the uh, administrative tasks uh, involved with the church plant and the mission and, and the uniting of people, getting them involved in uh, the mission here. A lot of different ways that that person can be very, very useful to the ministry. Uh, the ESL outreach director. Uh, so teachers, yes, but also a director. Someone who says, you know, teaching English is my thing. I'm really good at that. I'm, uh, I, I'm good at managing and, and whatnot. And, and I have a passion for the lost. I like Italy. And I want to come and, and apply myself to this main task. And you can begin doing a variety of types of English classes, not just conversation. You can do some base level classes, intermediate, advanced. You can set up like a little curriculum, have regular courses happening, uh, one or two month courses at a time throughout the year. And a great way to build a relationship in the town here, be a blessing to the people and get the gospel into their hearts and minds and expose them to the evangelical church. Uh, so we're also now pushing this in a new position, not just administrator, but also the ESL outreach Director. So if you or someone you know uh, is interested in that, please feel free to reach out to us. Uh, you can contact us at info at practicalmissions.org. Info at practicalmissions.org. I believe that's the email. Yeah. Uh, contact us through the website as well. That would work fine. And uh, really, that's uh, that's it for today. Uh, resolved. Uh, again, let's, uh, let's all commit in our hearts to be resolved. If you're still alive, it's for a purpose. Commit your heart to what matters. And even when you go on to the next section of Acts, Acts 20, you see the, some of the missionary journeys, some of the details, stuff that seems irrelevant, unimportant, uh, about the journeys of Paul and Luke and the others that accompanied them on these travels. And, uh, but you see, uh, I forget why I was saying that, uh, resolved. Uh, you see how they were actually resolved and the things they did. Uh, oh, Paul, that's it. He was actually, at times, he would stay up through the whole night to make sure people got all they got from him before he moved on to the next place. Uh, he was resolved to, to make disciples, to give them the information he received, to pass it on. And uh, But what we find is the next morning, he didn't go and take a nap. He went on and walked on and continued on his journey. At other times, we find some of the people went and took a boat on the missionary journey while he decided he was going to walk to the next place and then meet them there. Uh, what can we say from that? When we are applying ourselves to what God commanded, when we are uh, using the gifts he's given us, we find actually new energy, energy that comes from above. And uh, that's a great, great, wonderful thing. So be resolved, know your, know your role, and get involved. Apply yourself to it, to the glory of God. Thanks for tuning in, guys, today. And until the next time, ciao, ciao. Thanks again for listening. For more information about our church planting ministry in Italy, you can visit us at practicalmissions.com. Thanks again. God bless. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.